This is Living Real Radio. Real issues in real time with your host, John Angotti and Greg Walton. Living Real Radio is brought to you by Closets by Design. Imagine your home totally organized. Call them today for a free in-home consultation at 615-261-8700. That's 615-261-8700. Good morning. Welcome to Living Real Radio. I'm your host, John Angotti, and today I'm here with the with uh, the band here with J.T. Brown, Brian Archer, Massimo Stefano, We got uh, special guest Larry Habits sitting in with us here down here in Crowley, Louisiana. That's right, with Penny Habits and Kenny Habits, who are our hosts this, this week that we've been... Um, uh, to, tonight we're at... Uh, uh, this is Friday night to, in Kaplan at, Saint, at Holy Rosary Church. Tomorrow we're at the Opry House here in... Uh, Crowley, Louisiana, and then Sunday we're doing a benefit concert at St. Teresa's, which is here in Crowley also. So, welcome everybody. We got uh, the guys, the band, we're just, the thing's wide open, it's just a discussion, just to, you know, being on tour. Brian Archer is kind of new to the uh, to, to the band this time around, we kind of brought him in. Brian Conley was playing with us, but Brian's getting famous these days. He's playing with uh, Frances- Francesca Ballastelli. Did I say it right? How about I get it right? Okay, okay. Yeah, so she's a big Christian singer, and so he's on tour with her. But uh, just to go around here, Larry Habits, who who owns Gulf Coast Sound down here, has uh, done a number of events with us running sound and uh, has been involved with everything from Steubenville South. What else have you done? Steubenville South, Steubenville, Florida, Steubenville Bayou. Uh, We do the Abide Conference. We've done... uh, I'm trying to think of what else. I think that's it. But we worked with, you know, worked with you, worked with uh, Josh Blakesley, uh, mm-hmm. uh, the uh, Vigil Project, and uh, oh, have you worked with uh, John Finch and the Vigil Project? Yeah. Okay, yeah, great. Friends of those guys. Okay, you're gonna have to speak up because I don't think I'm gonna be able to hear you. <laughs> I try. Well, we tr- see the, sound guy. See that little thing? That's the waveform <laughs> right there. Yeah, and yours is real small. Oh, that's right. right. So, so you need that's to get right. that waveform nice and big. That's right. You um, turn your gain up on your... Come on, you're a sound man. You're supposed to know yeah, this stuff. You're going to you're gonna have to explain that waveform thing to me because I'm not really getting that. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Uh, sound joke. Yeah. Yes. And uh, so uh, JT Brown, who's, uh, who's with us, is uh, playing bass but has played uh, all over the world. He's played... His biggest thing is with Mary Chapin Carpenter. Correct. Back in the day, and uh, where he was the bass player and background vocal, and toured with her. So, and uh, Massimo De Stefano here is uh, uh, is the youngest of the group, who is uh, playing percussion, doing sound for us, but also plays at our five o'clock mass at St. Philip, of which this particular show is, uh, you know, housed at St. Philip in Franklin, where we're from. And um, Brian Archer, who is in Atlanta, is a music director at uh, St. Jude's. What part of Atlanta is that in? North Atlanta, North City. He's in the North City, but he's a guitar player. We've known him a number of, uh, for a number of years since he was in high school, probably. Mm-hmm. He's from L.A. Don't hold that against him, folks. Oh, come on. <laughs> he's really a California... He's a California boy. <laughs> we love him anyway. That's right. Even though he drew, drove up our rent. Not him specifically. <laughs> yeah. And uh, but our our, our hosts uh, Kenny and uh, Penny Habits, and Penny is the religious coordinator at uh, Saint Michael's School here in Crowley, 
And you've done that for a number of years, have you not? I have done that for a number of years, yes. St. <laughs> yeah. Michael is probably, uh, I think we're in our 123rd year, and I tell people I haven't been there quite that long, but almost. No, I've mm-hmm. been there almost 40 years, but a, 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 yeah. a great joy, though. Great joy. And, and to start this conversation off today, I'm, I had the, today I was at the, the school this morning uh, doing a presentation for 7th and 8th grade, 6th, 7th, and 8th graders, and then the little kids, which is more like romper room kind of fun. But the sixth, seventh, and eighth graders, you know, you can kind of get kind of serious in the talk. And we were starting to talk about Advent, but I wanted them to sing off the bat. So I started playing Silent Night. And much to my dismay, they did not know Silent Night, the song, Silent Night, did not know they the word. They knew of it. They, they knew just of, didn't know the words. Never heard, they, they, you know, and you try to get them to sing it. And I was kind of awakened to the fact that, you know, this is, a song like that is something that's handed down. You know, it's a, it's a tra- traditional song that we sang as kids, our parents sang as kids. I forget what year was written in the story about the organ would, went out or the electric went out and all the guy had was a guitar. And so he wrote it on guitar and all that kind of the story behind it. But the message of the song, you know, um, about the birth of Jesus and the silent night and the holy night. And what hit me was is that the kids were not passed down that tradition. And so if they're not passed down the traditions of the song, how are we not passing down the traditions of the faith that come with the song? More importantly. You know, so I kind of want to open the discussion up and we're going to let Penny go. Uh, and thanks, John, because that is a huge frustration among all Catholic schools, I think, around. I know for us in this area it is because... You know, we are supposed to support the teachings of the faith from the parents who are their primary educators, but most of the time we are the primary educators because they're not getting it at home, which is sad, you know, because honestly, you know, we teach the gospel stories every week and we you know, have a great religion program, but you can only give them so much. If it's not enhanced at home or handed down but with stories and followed up by attending mass, I mean, you know, they all come to a Catholic school but not all of them are living their Catholic faith, even just by simply going to Mass on Sunday. So we've got a real challenge, a, a real, real yeah. challenge ahead of us. But, um, you know, we still persevere, still struggle. And I don't think it's a new challenge. I think it's been there for years, but seems more more evident now. You know, and just you saw it firsthand. And I think it was a wide opening for a lot of us. It's like, that's that's the struggle. I mean, you know, like we, we teach them, but it's not it's not reinforced from home. In many ways, it's not a lot. Of time, some, a few it is, but yeah, for the great majority, it's not. Yeah, and, and that was just one example that just kind of hit me with right. that. Now they know jingle bells. They know jingle bells. You know, <laughs> and they know Santa Claus was coming to town. <laughs> but you know, you know, as we're in this Advent period, as you know, we're preparing for really the second coming of Jesus. That, but we celebrate, for, get ready for this Christmas ourselves personally. You know, as we welcome Jesus into our hearts. There, there was one kid there that really had a profound statement at the end, though. I don't know what his name was. Reagan. His name was Reagan. Reagan. Yeah. And uh, uh, he had some, some really deep questions. So it's not everywhere. No, no. You know, it, it's just kind of hit and miss. But anyway, Brian, you raising Brian uh, Archer has three young boys. What are their ages? Ten, six, and four. Mm-hmm. So as a parent, I'm gonna throw that on. What, what do you? Th- how do you uh, bring your children up in the faith today? 
Well, I mean, our kids are are going to Catholic school, and uh, you know, and they're they're. I mean, but we're reinforcing that primary education, like you were talking about. So, I mean, we're doing it that way. We take them to church every Sunday. We sing Christmas carols. My kids know Silent Night. I am proud to say, if you were to ask the other boys <laughs> to sing Silent Night, yeah. they would do so loud and proud. Uh -huh. And you might even have percussion and, and going along <laughs> with it. Um, but. Uh, you know, I, I see it in, in the peers. I see it in the other, you know, the other kids, their friends that they bring home. I mean, I don't, I, I think of the circle of, of friends and parents that we have. Maybe one of them go to church. We see them regularly on Sunday. So it is, it is kind of an endemic issue. Now, I, I, I'm not playing devil's advocate, but just showing some truth. The other, when we stayed in Arkansas, JT and I at uh, George and Sue Spears' house, lovely, wonderful people, very faithful. They have three daughters. And none of them really go to Mass. And the mother was an advocate because she's like, they're more holy than I am. You know, she said the way they live their life and all that kind of stuff, you know. So it's kind of looking at um, uh, what's the importance of, of, of bringing people to church. You know, her kind of point was, if my kids are already living the life that is very Christian. Yeah. And I see that, but here's my answer to that. That's here. Speak okay. up now. Um, so I get that. It's about, it really is about the way you live, the way you treat other people, which I think is huge. Um, but I think by going to church and attending those mass and whatever uh, concerts or missions, you're fed. You know, so you, you're fed with what you need to go out and be a better person and live a better life. And it's if I don't, if, if I'm all, you know, I'm living my life, I'm a nice person, but then it's like, okay, you eat every day, right? You eat regular food. But if you don't eat for your journey, then you run out of energy. So I think, you, you know, you can live a great life, but you still need nourishment. You need to be fed. And I think you get that when you attend mass or, you know, go to... I think the sense of community also. Right, a community. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, that's what Brian said. Was it you who said Yesterday that? Yesterday in the car we were talking about that. And I said, yeah, that, that's something that's missing. You can be a good person and be doing all the right things, but but there's something about accountability and being a part of a community and seeing people and, hey, there's so-and-so at church, you know, you know, and there's, you know, and we're seeing each other there. That's the product of St. Leo's. <clears throat> you know, that, that community is is such a, a, a blessing to me because, you know, I was I was baptized there. I was confirmed there. I was married there. My brothers, my brother, sister, and my dad, and all of my family are buried there, and it's so steeped in tradition that, it, you know, growing up, you know, I, I, I scoffed at it, but now I see that, you know, I'm the next generation to carry on the torch and to keep that gener that that tradition alive, and to be the holder of that tradition now, and to tr and like Saint Nick is at my house now, which it's always been. It started out at my grandmother's house. Then it was at my aunt's and my dad's house, so they shared it, and now it's at my house. And that's one of those traditions from the church that we continue as a family to celebrate together and just be a part of that community. So the, the value of that, which St. Leo's in, in particular, for me, as, as growing up there and being part of that and seeing that tradition is, is immeasurable. Now, St. Leo's, those that are listening, St. Leo's is, is kind of like the neighborhood church of where Larry lives down here in Louisiana. Yes. What's the name of the little... It's, uh, Robert's Cove. Robert's Cove. Yes. It was an original German settlement. Yeah. Where the German immigrants came from directly from Germany. Yeah. Kenny and Larry's father, grandfather came. Was one and they helped settlers. build the church. Kind of. yes. And what year? 18 what? 1880. Okay. 
Our church is St. Philip's 1871. We just celebrated 150 years of... Not that it's a competition. Not that no, it's a no, competition, no, no. yeah. <laughs> but it was built by the, the settlers that came there. It's kind yeah. of a unique, similar story as we digress. JT, anything to say? No, I'm getting a lot right here <laughs> from, from what's being said so far. You know, um, I, I just think that... I was talking, I think I was talking to Kenny earlier about, um, you know, uh, belief oh, and yeah. trusting and, you know, uh, you know, I believe in God, but do I trust him, you know, <clears throat> and, you know, different people that I meet that don't attend a brick and mortar church. Yeah. Um some of them attend online church. Yeah. You know, I myself um I haven't been inside a brick and mortar in quite a few months. Mostly because of work or, or my schedule, partly because of covid. Yeah. You know, uh I work a job where I can't work if I have if I get covid. So you know, I have to be careful in that regard. Um, but the the idea of going to a brick and mortar as as opposed to not going, I get the gathering and the, and the need to go to church mm -hmm. to be involved in 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 the worship experience. Yeah, to be involved in the teaching. You know. Um, if I'm in if I'm in in person at a church, and 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 my pastor is is is, is teaching, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get more substance out of it than if I wasn't attending, Absolutely. you know. Um, but if for whatever reason I can't attend or choose not to attend, I can still get that, you know, whether it's online or you know. Um, or not, you know, it's, uh, I think it's, it comes down to where my mind and my heart are, you mm -hmm. know, uh, I, I have to always, you know, the older I get, the more I try to be open to, to, to continue to learn. Yeah. Because the learning curve curve continues for all of us. You know, and um, once my mind becomes closed to that, then I, I believe that's when I'm in trouble. You know, when I when I when I get to the point where I when I start to say, well, you know, I'm not feeling what I'm hearing here or, you know, uh, you know I didn't like the way that he put that or, you know, uh, you know, I'm closing myself off. And. I can't, you know. I'm robbing myself of some valuable teaching information mm -hmm. that I that I otherwise would receive. So I, I just um, I just think that it, it, it comes down to uh, where my, my mind and my heart are. You know. Yeah. Um, again, I tr you know I believe in I believe in God. I believe all that Christ did. You know to redeem us as a people, 
And, you know, but I also have to trust. Yeah. You know, yeah. I have to trust what I don't understand. I have to trust what, you know, what I can't see, you know. And, and, and like I was talking to Kenny earlier, you know, it's like even when things seem like they're going the other way, I still have to trust, you know, that it's all going to work out for the good, you know. So, um God is in you know, this. That's what I always say. He's always in it. I always believe that he's working behind the scenes and everything that goes on, you know. Yeah. Even the stuff that, like, sticks in my craw and, you know, and 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 makes the hair on the back of my neck stand up. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's always in it. One of, the, one of the things that sticks with me is when uh, my brother died in 2014, I, I went to... Uh, do a service call for Matthew, for Father Matt Hickenbottom, mm-hmm. and he knew that Joel had passed away, and, and this was like two weeks later. So he's like, "Larry, how how are you, man? How how how's the family? How you doing?" I said, "Man, I I just don't understand." Mm-hmm. And he just stopped and he looked at me. He says, "You don't understand." He says, "Man, he says that's difficult." He says, "But you know the good thing is," I said, "What's that?" He says, "God didn't call us to understand; mm-hmm. He calls us to believe." Yeah, and that just changed my whole outlook. It's like an epiphany. It just hit me like a ton of bricks. You know, what his words said to me was, you don't need to understand. You just need to believe. You just need to walk. Sandy and I's relationship, the way we pursue our faith, are completely different because she needs to, she wants to ask God why. That's Sandy is is Larry's wife. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So she wants, she wants to, she's got all these questions and she's like, I need to know. I I need to ask God these questions. and And me, I just, I just walk. I just walk. I just follow. I, and as, I guess partly because the way I was raised, the way Daddy, you know, insisted that we go to church and and, and made such huge commitments to make us go to church and, and be part of that that community uh, that I complained about as a child. But now the value of it to me is, you know, my faith is is rooted in in something that is I know is bigger than me, so I I can't comprehend it, so I don't try. Right. I just I just I do it. Yeah, I mean, there's something about just being still. Just be still. Just it's going to happen when he needs me. He's going to call. Right. But that that line of you know, I, I can believe in something, but do I trust it? Is right. is too? They're all they're they're similar, but they're different. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that even in the darkness, that God still, you know, redeems us. Maybe doesn't always rescue us all the time, but definitely redeems us. And uh, with that note, here's a little song called. Out of the Darkness. It's a new song available at ILP Publishing. So here's Out of the Darkness. We'll be right back. You're listening to Living Real Radio on Hippie Radio 94.5. We Patiently wait We hope To see God's face Our pain, struggle and fear Cast out Sorrow and tears 
But keep faith, stay strong. Our silence soon turn into song. Out of the darkness, the Lord of Light shall come. Out of the darkness, He's born the greatest love. Out of the darkness, in us our God will dwell. Out of the darkness, we'll come. Imagine the clutter in your home gone. Imagine no longer needing a junk drawer. Imagine everything put away in its place. Imagine your home totally organized. Let the professionals at Closets by Design organize your home, office, or garage. They're experts in space management and specialize in maximizing the space that you already have, whether it's your closet, office, pantry, or garage. No space is too big or too small. Call locally owned Closets by Design for your free in-home no-obligation consultation. Find out how you can save 40% off their everyday low prices and get free installation. Call 615-261-8700. That's 615-261-8700 or online at closetsbydesign.com. Welcome back to Living Real Radio. I'm your host, John Angotti, and uh, today we are live down here in Crowley, Louisiana, where we are on tour 
Uh, I've been on tour all week with these guys, Brian Archer, Massimo Stefano, Dion Clay, who is at the gymnasium right now. He's the one who is keeping himself in shape. And uh, JT Brown as well with us. Me too. <laughs> as Brian does push-ups on the ground. That's right, yeah. Show us up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but today we're at uh, Penny, ha Penny and Kenny Habits. We're at, at our, uh, we're sometimes on the road. We stay at uh, host houses, at homes, and our dear friends Penny and Kenny Habits are always like uh, home away from home, and so we're grateful for them. Uh, as we were just talking a little bit about faith, but I, I want to change the subject to, to as we are in Advent. The, this weekend's reading is the John the Baptist cry. It's the you vipers brood. You know John the Baptist going to the people saying, "Rise up, rise up, my people." <laughs> That's right. And I think there's a song there's about a song it. There's a song that goes, yeah, that comes with that. And uh, we haven't really heard much from Massimo over here to my right. Massimo is uh, is the uh, youngest member of the group, brand, brand new 21-year-old, but uh, also... I got boots older than you. <laughs> yeah, Larry's got boots older than him. We all oh, got boy. something older than... I don't than, smell as good. Yeah, that's right. I showered today. But... Uh, Mosmo's been on this on this tour. So what what do you think of the tour so far? We've been everywhere from Chicago to Springfield, Illinois, to Branson, Missouri, to Fayetteville, Arkansas, now down here to Crowley. What's your take so far as what as what we're trying to accomplish along the way? Yeah. It's um it's different than last year. I I was fortunate enough, John asked me to go last year to play drums. Um, and they called me back, so I guess I did a good job. And um and it's been fun to, to see um, the church's reaction and the people at the church, especially ones that you've been to before, to see the reaction of when you walk in the door, when you start uh, your, our set, or when we finish and they just say, John, it's so good to see you. Um, or, you know, because some of these places you haven't been to in a few years, like like uh, Louisiana, it sounds like you haven't been here in a while. And um, to see the community that you've built up over the years um, through your music and through your ministry, it's... It's amazing to see as someone that is just getting into the game, uh, as you could say mm -hmm. that. Um, and yeah, to be able to be a part of it is is a crazy big blessing. And always appreciate you calling me out for whatever. So um, yeah, yeah. We basically bring Mosmo along because he brings down the age of the, of, <laughs> of the band, of the mean the age. Is shot way yeah, down. Yeah, it makes us. You <laughs> fulfill a quota. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, <laughs> He, no, but yes, it's a youth boat. <laughs> yes. That's right. That's right. I do all the heavy lifting. Yeah. <laughs> so, Mosmo, at 21, what is your understanding of the incarnation as we are in this Advent period? You know, uh, what's your take on that today? Hmm. It's um. It's a big question for the young really lad. Is. Yeah. I'm gonna probably punch. Do you know what head. the word means? Just, Do you want to give me a definition? Well, yeah, it's God becoming the incarnation of taking something. It's being, mm. it's something um, uh, being brought to life, mm. brought into life. You know, something I feel like um, from inanimate to animate. Basically. Yeah, it's very sacramental. Yeah, know. I think it's it's been a little lost in today's society. Um, I think with the the cloudiness of the commercialism of of Christmas and just what it's come to be known in you know the greater society is just that that miracle of it the when you get down to the to nitty-gritty of it um even you know even within the church it's it's like people become so busy with um everything else they have to do during the season they don't take the time to really recognize 
the miracle that does happen each and every Christmas. Um, and just the miracle we celebrate. Yes, yes. Um, so it's. What do you think about the people that won't, uh, you, you being a young guy, that <laughs> won't say Merry Christmas, that they want to say I just season greetings? What? I don't get it. I, I mean, I Merry hate to Christmas. push that button, but I'm going to push no, that No, no. I, I think, um, I don't know. I think of the scenario of like, I could say Merry Christmas to someone. They say, well, I don't celebrate Christmas. Oh, I say, oh, I'm sorry. I'd say, well, have a good day. I don't know. Like, it's as simple. You don't have to get mad about it. It's just. Well, I mean, without the birth of Jesus, we don't even have Christmas. Yeah. So, I mean, how, I don't know how we could take Christ out of Christmas. No, I no. can't. It's a lot of people say that. One of the I three. Agree. Can't do it. Yeah. It's. And now, I can see for people who are Jewish or, you know, a different religion, yeah. who don't believe in Christ. Or who are still so, waiting. Who are still waiting, <laughs> right. Who, who maybe not their holiday, but I mean, I know Jewish people, and, and if I tell them that, they're not offended by mm. it. You know, yeah. they understand that I'm Catholic, so that that's part of my faith. So I'm not trying to take a dig at them. It's just my my, my way is to say that. Yeah. And if they say, oh, you know, if they're upset by it, and obviously, you know, I'm not trying to set anybody off, but, you know, I'll apologize by the same token. I'm not going to be apologetic my whole life about it. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to live my life and live my faith the way mm -hmm. I'm called to live it. Yeah. If anything, you're not wishing them any ill will. No. Hey, Merry Christmas. Like, you guys speak, it's a very friendly greeting. Speak towards the computer or else nobody will. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll get you. I'm having a conversation you, over here. I understand. You see how little conversation yeah, yeah, we get. Yeah. That's right. I'll, I'll, be, I'll use my big voice. Okay. Use your big voice. What do you think, Brian? Uh, Merry Christmas, John. Yes. <laughs> well, no, but see, and I said it, and everybody laughed, and everybody smiled, and it brought joy. And that's, and you know, I, I think what's important. Um, I mean, not that I personally have really run into anybody that's ever scoffed at me for saying Merry Christmas, but I've definitely worked in, you know, worked in the corporate setting, worked in sales, worked in restaurants where we were told, you know, I'll say happy holidays. And, you know, here's the thing. If you if you throw that away and say, no, I'm not going to listen to you. I'm going to say Merry Christmas to the customer. Nobody's going to get mad. And you know what? They're going to smile and they're going to laugh. Yeah. And it might be something that we're overthinking. In saying don't do it, you know, a lot of times corporations they care about the bottom line, they don't want to offend anybody, you yeah. know, they just want to toe the line and try to keep everybody happy. Yeah, so they sell stuff. <clears throat> and, about... and that's helps them sell stuff, but maybe they're missing the point of it's just it's just a way of bringing joy. I'm not saying Merry Christmas, I'm not saying I need you right now to, to declare that you believe in Christ and the incarnation. I'm just saying I hope you have a good season and that that good things happen to you and that you prepare for the new year and, and joy to the world. There you go. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, that's how you do it. That's said by young Brian Archer, and uh, of course, now Brian's father is, a, is an amazing musician, and his brothers are all uh, musicians as well, but I'm sure your father instilled that in you as well, Absolutely. but working at, Brian used to work at uh, a place called Magic Mountain, True. which was in California, kind of similar to like Six Flags. It's a Six Flags park, that's correct. Oh, it is a Six it Flags a park, okay. And you did all kind of music and we, stuff. We there. did a Christmas show, and you know what? We sang Christmas songs, but we also sang, you know, some. Uh, we said we sang the Hanukkah song, Adam Sandler. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> great. <laughs> yeah, we kind of tip our hat anywhere we could. Yeah, well, yes, you know, the beauty of this country. I think we can celebrate each other's traditions. Mm. Well, and that what he said. If 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 somebody, my, one of my Jewish friends, would tell me Happy Hanukkah. I'm not offended by that. Yeah, I'm not offended by it. Right. It's it's his tradition. It's his it's his well wishing to me. So right. I'm not going to you know scoff at it and say, "Oh no, I, I I'm not Jewish." Yeah. No, yeah. I'm, thank you, man. Appreciate you. 
But the economic world has overtaken Christmas. I mean, oh, yeah. uh, you yeah. know, we, the, the, the Grinch that stole Christmas is the best movie because you see at the end where the Grinch took all their gifts and they still came out and gathered around the tree and, and sang, you know, which is what I think we're, you know, to, yeah, it's what we're missing. You know, that's what I was, when I was talking to the kids today, just to instill that, you know, this is what this season's really all about, that without, you know, this incarnation, without God coming to us, and, you know, it's not like the incarnation was plan B. A lot of people think Jesus came because the people sinned, and then God made the decision to send Jesus. It's not an afterthought, you know what I mean? It's part of the beginning of it all. At the, at the moment of light, so was Christ, you know, that it that it's all simultaneously happen, which is hard to, for kind of people to grasp, you know? Mm. A lot of times we feel, okay, we sin, so now we got to send Jesus. But Jesus was coming. Regardless. No matter what. No, no, no matter what we thought. No, no matter what we thought, you know, and, and coming differently than what people thought, too, you know? People thought they were going to get the king, you know, the one that was going to kick the Romans' rear end and, 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 and be, be in their favor. But, you know, it's a di different kind of king. What do you think, Penny? I think he was probably the best king ever. And I think that um, it's really our challenge to keep that going and like to like being situated at a school that it's a challenge every day that, that students forget that, like you said, we were made and created in God's image. So God lives within us. Jesus is in us. And we can, when we remember that, then everybody, you know, treats each other in a much, much better way, much kinder way, because you recognize Jesus in each other. And it's just a human nature to, to forget that. So just like, you know, forgetting the real meaning of Christmas because we're inundated with, you know, commercials and all of that. But when we get down to it, it's, it's a real challenge to just remember that Jesus really is the reason for the season. He is, you know, and... and you know, it's it's about remembering why Jesus came. Mm. You know, why he was you know was born to the Virgin Mary. You know, he came to be a ransom. You know, for the sins of this world. You know, he came to redeem. He, he came did. to redeem. Yeah, and and uh, you know. But there's more and, to it than and, that, and, though. And 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 they killed him for it. Yeah. But he got up. Yeah. But he got up, you know, and 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 you know, I I serve the living God. Yeah. You know, because he lives. That's right. You know, because he got up. You know, uh, you some people celebrate Hanukkah. Some people celebrate Kwanzaa. Some people, you know. Most people celebrate, a larger number of people celebrate Christmas. I celebrate Christmas, you know. Yeah. But anybody who wants to celebrate Hanukkah or Kwanzaa, that's, you know. That's great. We, we're all serving the same God. We're all serving the same God, right. You know. Yeah. Whatever my denominational beliefs are, right. it's one God. That's right. I didn't admit you know? A couple years ago, for speak uh, up, right? I did an event a couple years ago for the Navy SEALs, uh, in affiliation with the Navy SEALs, and uh, one of the the speakers was a Gold Star mom whose son obviously had been killed in combat, and her her whole speech was about living a life worthy of the sacrifice that these men and women made for our country, 
Well, if you take that and you think about the sacrifice that God made by sending his son to be killed on the cross for our sins, that sacrifice is, is unbelievable. So we, it, it obviously hit home and made me feel like, hey, we need to obviously live a life worthy of that sacrifice. You know, so it put it on a whole different level and took the, you know, the human element of that sacrifice of the men and women who died for us for our freedom, but the, the one who did the ultimate sacrifice was Jesus Christ on the cross. Absolutely. Absolutely. The king shall come. So uh, we're going to take a short little break here and play a little song called The King Shall Come. We'll be right back. You're listening to Living Real Radio on Hippie Radio 94. When morning dawns and light triumphant breaks When beauty gives the eastern hills And life to joy awaits Not as of old a little child To suffer and to die But crowned with glory like the sun That lights the morning sky We await you all Oh, 
Shattered and broken Went in our way We are your people Gathered to praise you A vineyard uprooted Narrow inside Come Lord of glory Come Lord of light Come to us O child of glory Be born in our hearts Come to us O child of glory And make us anew We adore you We adore Lord, our day spring come from on high as we, your people, gather to praise you, unworthy to taste from your heavenly vine, but your word will heal. Come like divine Come to us, O child of glory Be born in our hearts Come to us, O child of glory And make us anew We adore you We adore Child 
we adore you, sweet child of glory. Child of glory, welcome back to Living Real Radio. I'm your host, John Angotti. Today, here in, in Louisiana, we are down in Crowley, Louisiana, outside of Lafayette, Louisiana. I've been on tour all week, started in Chicago and Worked our way down through different parts of, um, and also joining us, coming back from the gym on the last segment is the one and the only Dion Clay. I know you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Welcome, Dion. Thank you. How was the gym? Best workout I've, I've had in a long time. Oh, was it? <laughs> okay, it must be. You have to speak up on that because it's, yeah, because. <laughs> No, it's just it's a wonderful workout. It's good to be back here in Crowley amongst, I would say, family and friends, but really it's just family. Good to be back home. Welcome home. This is, this Welcome is for home. us. Welcome home. That's right. This yeah. is for us, really. Hey, I know that song. Yeah, we know that song. Welcome home. JT was just talking about a song. What was the song you were just talking about? Some other song called Freedom's Never Free. Dion knows the song. It's by Phillips, Craig, and Dean. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, and how the two scenarios that they sing about mirror each other, you know, uh -huh. how the servicemen went off to fight and die for their country and how, uh, you know, on that hillside where the, the river and the sea meet, you know, you know, where the, yeah, um, where the river meets the sea, um, crosses without number is what it talks about, sure. lying the field of peace. And uh, and then you, then you go you fast forward to the other city the other hillside just outside the city gates where they drew the battle lines and the soldiers took their place you know and how God watched in silence when they raised the cross hmm. so yeah pretty powerful so. You got anything to say to that? He said it. I can just echo that. I believe that that's, uh, that's our mission. You know, that's why we're here. You were talking to Brian the other day about, just briefly about why we do what we do. And, and really, the nucleus of it is, of all of it really, it's, it's, about, it's, about, it's about ministry. And though we do this because you know, we've been blessed with a gift and anointed with a gift. And, and, you know, there's a scripture that says that your gifts will make room for you. So, yeah, you and the laborer is worthy of his hat. So you do this and, you, and, and you're blessed and you're compensated financially for it. But after the money is gone, after you've made the money, you've paid your bills and you've got two dollars left in your pocket. What impact have you made? in a town where someone can some of the greatest some of some of the. Greatest compliments that I would, I've gotten for me is not about, you know, the drumming or it's about, hey, my brother's, my brother's thinking about coming back to church because he heard your concert and he used to play 30 years ago and he's had a battle with alcohol, they had a battle with drugs or just life, 
he, he had to deal with life, but he, he heard he heard y'all's concert and something you said, something we sang or you all sang, something that we played or something that we did in that in that moment and provoked him to come home. Yeah. Yeah. So even just to plant the seed. Yeah. This, absolutely. And you know, and something is interesting, Larry, something about seeds. God does his greatest work in the dark. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Seeds, it's in the dark. It's what you can't see. Uh-huh. Right? It's what you can't see. Hmm? So when you put that seed in the ground, uh-huh. winter may come, storms of life. And in due season, you reap harvest, right? But during that incubation period, during that waiting, the hardest part of the hardest part of it all is waiting, is the not knowing, it's the dark. It's in the dark. So that seed's been planted in the dark. God does his greatest work in the dark. Hmm. No. Yeah. And that's what we were talking about earlier about, you know, not understanding, not knowing. Yeah. You know, and 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 asking God, what are you doing? You know, I don't understand this. But Bottom line is, I don't have to understand. You gotta believe. You yeah, know? man. I just mm-hmm. need to believe, and I need to trust. That's a new song right there. We need to write something. Gotta believe. You know, when we, when <laughs> yeah, that's we, a new song. We just wrote it right there. Thank you, Larry. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get a footnote. Larry, just gotta believe. That's it. That's a new gotta song. Believe. That's the new song that we're gonna write. Okay. This weekend, gotta, gotta believe. believe. When we were in inspired by habits. That's right. My man. <laughs> <laughs> when we were in Chatham, Illinois. Yeah. Uh, we were there last year. Yeah, and we mm-hmm. went to the, we went to Bill and Cheryl's house. Yes, and we and we sang and and, and prayed for him. Bill and, was in a wheelchair. And, for those that don't know, Bill was and 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 Bill was at the concert on Saturday night. Yeah, or Sunday night. Yeah, and it was so good to see him because he's a testament. You know. Of, of how God answers prayers. Yeah. And he prayed to God to give him the strength to be able to get up out of that bed because he was bedridden and virtually had given up. Yeah, he had given up last year. And yep. was and, and and we thought that he was pretty much terminal and to see him on Sunday night. It was just man, it was just it was wonderful. Yeah. So what you tell me though wonderful. is what what sprung him forward was the community of believers that brought yeah. together and prayed together. Right. Hence the reason for church. Uh, yeah. Hence the reason for church. If there's nothing yeah, else, right. and Brian Archer has been hip hopping on that, just the gathering itself. That's right. The community of people. And your that song on a journey together. That's an old song, but that's to me that song. says it all. Yeah. And that's Keeping why we, Christ that's the center. That's yeah. why we do what the we community. do. It is why, why we do what we do. It's it's we're it's, called to do it. Yeah, we're called to do it, and, and each of us are called. In, and and you know, even though I kind of run the band for the most part, at least the best of my ability, I'm not the best coordinator. You know, that's not necessarily my gift. <laughs> As many oh, people know, what? <laughs> organization is you oh, know, but <laughs> but community. You, you but I, community I I like gifts. to bring people together. I think Absolutely. that's that's the that's biggest it. thing, and I oh, yeah. am blessed to be with Dion Clay and J T Brown, and Brian Archer and Mossimo, and to have friends like Larry Habits and Penny and Kenny Habits in our lives. As as I see us all on this mission together, each of us have a specific role. 
sure. that not one's greater than the other, but you know, somebody got to dribble the ball down the court. And so, <laughs> but then you pass the ball, you know, you pass the ball to the players to do, to make their play and make their shot. And so I, I, I'm blessed to be with these folks. And as uh, we go forth from this place uh, tomorrow night, we're at the Crowley Opera House, but Sunday night is a special afternoon concert here uh, in Crowley at St. Teresa's. And tell us a little bit about this concert Sunday night. So St. Teresa's concert, um, it's a parish uh, that's been a real pillar of the faith in the West Crowley community, which is predominantly African-American, uh, 100 years old now this year. And so they're celebrating their centennial year. And part of their celebration just came to be as God has worked in so many ways. John was coming to town and then we saw a need. There was with another, actually my son, who wanted to help the community in, in, in a way. So he offered to sponsor John and the band to come to play and make it a fundraiser for the parish because it's an old parish that, um, you know, through the years has lost the the old parishioners and the new ones they're struggling to get back in. So their, um, the, their collections are not what they need to be and used to be. And so, and the church is old and needs some repairs, some basic mm -hmm. repairs and even some modernizing of the, you know, sound systems and whatever, all kind of systems there are. So they just put together this concert and I think it's going to be awesome because the community is really coming together to support this great cause. We see the need for, you know, not letting this parish die. You know, it's yeah. God's people at work, hardworking people who want to keep their church going. And now this community of Crowley is coming together. Uh, and so it should be a really beautiful, beautiful event. So beautiful we're looking forward to it. John's going to do the music for their nine o'clock mass that morning. Yep. And then the three o'clock concert, then back on the road. And back to Nashville, we will come driving late at night. So oh, say prayers no. for us on Sunday night that we make it back safely. So thank you all for for listening on Living Real Radio today. Uh, we're just sitting around a table here, having table talk That's with, right. with all of friends. That's right. I wish you could see us. Yeah. <laughs> we just had the best hamburgers. Ooh, from, yeah. What's the name from of that Bayou place? Bayou Bend Country Club. Bayou Bend Country Club. Awesome hamburgers. Except, <laughs> Dion, you didn't get yours yet. And we had gumbo I, last night. I'll go back over there and get, get another one. Yours is right there on the plate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we had gumbo last night. We had gumbo last night. We're going to have tomorrow. yeah crawfish etouffee tomorrow night. So we're John be, feeds the souls, and I feed their. Yeah, we, we got we have to go on weight loss That's programs every time we leave <laughs> this Louisiana area. So anyway, so wherever you're at, hope that uh, you feel blessed and and stay blessed and go out and smile at somebody. And you're listening, to Living Real Radio, Hippie Radio, ninety four point five. Here is Welcome Home. traveler you've been gone so long we've prepared a place for you to call your home no need to worry no need to fear no matter what you are always welcome here so bring your burden We'll ease your load It's Christmas So welcome home Welcome home Oh child of God Welcome home In 
to Christ's loving arms The door is open You're not alone Welcome home In our waiting for your return We have filled our hearts with mercy and concern For you, our neighbor, from far and wide With compassion and forgiveness we are reconciled so bring your burdens We'll ease your load It's Christmas Welcome home Welcome home Oh child of God Welcome home Into Christ's loving arms The door is open you're not alone Welcome home The desert will bloom The storm shall cease The lion and the lamb Make peace Hope is restored Our Savior is born Walk in the darkness no more Hark the herald angels sing Glory to the newborn King Welcome home, O child of God Christ's loving arms The door is open You're not alone A weary traveler Welcome home You've been listening to Living Real Radio, real issues in real time with your host, John Angotti and Greg Walton. Be sure to tune in every Sunday at 8 a.m. to Living Real Radio. Living Real Radio, brought to you by Closets by Design. Imagine your home totally organized. Call them today for a free in-home consultation at 615-261-8700. That's 615-261-8700.